This is Wednesday night worship service here at the Pine Low Pentecostal Church with our youth service bringing the music and Paul Allen, our youth director, bringing us the message tonight. Here's the youth choir. Middle 
Give them one more round of applause. How we doing tonight? How we doing tonight? That's more like it. That's more like it. I don't know who's more nervous tonight, me or the preacher, because we didn't tell him who was speaking. Tonight, though, we're going to talk about something. It's a little video that I came across several years ago. It's uh, about shoulder taps and. We'll get more involved in it and explain what happens and everything. If uh, Miss Jenny, go ahead and roll that video. Shoulder taps. So Tony and I are having lunch at California Pizza Kitchen the other day, and Across from us, I noticed this elderly woman sit down. She's dressed nicely, and she's at a large table by herself for about five minutes. And then what appears to be her daughter shows up, and I don't recall, two or three grandkids, and they all look spectacular, uh, ready for a nice meal, obviously. And at about that time, a voice in my head starts saying, you need to go tell her how pretty she looks. So... I don't even know if we're eating at this point or not, but the food arrives, check arrives, we're going to go down the walkway a little bit in this strip center and look for something, and um, that's the next thing that we're going to move to. So, so Tony stands up, I don't tell her any of this, um, and on my way out, I just kneel down and kind of get into this position where I'm at her level, right, where she's now in her, in her chair, and I said... Uh, Hey, if nobody else has told you yet today, um, I just want you to hear from me how lovely you are. And she looks at me with a look I've never seen before and says, I know you. And I said, no, you, we, we don't know each other. And she said, I know your spirit. And it gets really quiet between us. And she says, my husband died a year ago. And that's something he would have said to me. And at that moment, I can't talk. I can't talk. I'm overcome by emotion. And I just hug her and smile at her through tears. And I leave. But here's what I know, and here's the reason I'm telling you this. I believe that God taps us on the shoulders and uses us at just the right moment. And what I know for sure is that she was blessed and I was enormously blessed. So I've learned in my life to listen to these shoulder taps because they do happen. And I believe the more that we listen to them, the more in alignment we are with God. And that's an awesome place to be. Shoulder taps.
So what do y'all think about that? He was able to do something nice for a complete stranger that he never even met. He didn't know the woman's name. He had never seen her before. But she was able to have memories, of, fond memories of her husband. In Deuteronomy it says, if, And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above the nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. If you obey the voice of the Lord your God, blessed shall you be in the city, blessed shall you be in the field, blessed shall you be in the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your ground and the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your herds and your kneading bowl. To me, that relates directly to that little angel sitting on your shoulder saying, hey, you need to go do this. Because if we listen, then we get rewarded. Maybe not here, but maybe one day whenever we go to heaven. So how often do we get the little angel on your shoulder saying, go do something? Sometimes it may happen once a day, it may happen once a month, but how often do we just say, no, I ain't going to do that. I ain't doing it. Mm -mm. Marcy's going to laugh at me. I ain't going to do it. Karen's going to try to trip me and make me hurt myself. No, nope, it ain't happening. But how often times do we ignore uh, I'm pretty sure it's a whole lot. I know I have several times. But how often do we do it? We probably ignore them more often than we do. Whenever we do that, we're missing out on a blessing for us and for the other person. Sometimes we're just too scared to do them. I mean, I don't know too many folks that would go up to a complete stranger and say, you're beautiful, in the middle of a restaurant with their wife. That just kind of be a little weird. But the true question is how many blessings are we missing out by holding or holding one back from somebody else? Um, years ago, I read this article about people who had tried to commit suicide and failed. While being interviewed about why they did it, a lot of them said the same thing. What do y'all think it was? I went out to the mall or the store or some other public place and I passed a lot of people and not one of them looked at me and if they did, they didn't even smile at me. Now here it is, you've got somebody that is at the lowest point in their life and they've gone to the store maybe to pick something up and nobody even looked at them, much less even smiled at them. Now, if you're in that spot, well, how much do you think a smile would help lift you up just a little bit to get you on to the next day? Apparently, to these people, it meant a whole lot. Just a small little face gesture of a smile. We're not talking about a hug. We ain't talking about nothing great, grandeur, a ride home. We're talking about a smile. How much does a smile cost? 
It cost us absolutely nothing. It cost us absolutely nothing to be a decent human being and a decent Christian, period. Because when you smile at someone, the best thing is when they smile back because they've acknowledged you and they've acknowledged the blessing that you've given to them and they've turned around and give it right back to you. So now, rather than both of you going through life thinking things ain't that great, now both of you can flip the script and have a better look on your day. Well, then what happens? We're rolling through Walmart and everywhere, smiling at everybody at the grocery store, Sam's the mall, and then this stupid virus hits, and what do they do? They put a mask on you. So how hard is it to see if somebody's smiling at you with a mask on your face? Because you're covered up from here down. You can't see what they're saying, and you don't know. So... This made it very, very difficult to smile at folks. Because even if you still do it, they don't know. They could think, you know, your contacts is messing up and you're trying to get them back in line. But I often wondered, and I really did sat down and thought about this one day whenever I was coming up with this, how many folks missed a smile that they could have gotten. How many folks went home in just as bad if not worse shape than they left because they all had these masks on and nobody had any kind of reaction with one another. Because a smile is basically saying, hey, how you doing? I hope you have a great day. And you not even said a word. Y'all done forgot. Y'all supposed to teach them. Uh, Y'all done blew that one. They say I talk too long, so I put that slide in there so they'll stand up so I know they ain't going to sleep. They went to sleep tonight. A sick man turns to his doctor as he's preparing to leave the exam room after his a terminal diagnosis. He looks at the doctor and says, I'm afraid to die. Can you tell me what lies on the other side? How many times you reckon that doctor's had that conversation? Probably right many. Very quietly the doctor says, I don't know. The man says, you don't know. You're supposed to be a Christian man and you don't know what's on the other side. The doctor Standing there with his hand on the door handle. On the other side, you could hear whining, scratching as he opened the door. A dog ran into the room and ran right to beside him and put his head underneath the doctor's hand. Anybody seen a dog do that? I got one at home to do that. Then the doctor says, did you notice my dog? He's never been in this room before. He had no idea of what was inside. He knew nothing except his master was in here. And when the door opened, he ran in without fear. I know very little of what's on the other side of death, but the one thing I am certain of, what's that? 
My master is, on, is there and that's enough. See, this man had just got some terrible news and he was wanting his doctor to tell him what was on the other side. But his doctor clearly didn't really have a good explanation of what was on the other side. But when he opened the door, his dog ran in and ran right to it. See, if he hadn't had the dog there, he would have missed this whole opportunity entirely. This man got a chance to be witness to because of a dog. Nothing more than a dog. But that's the way all of us should be whenever we do get that little tap on our shoulder and that little angel whispering in our ear, not the devil, Marcy. You sweep him off. But now what does that have to do with the shoulder tap? Why was the dog with him at work that day? See, through this shoulder tap, the doctor was able to explain to his patient, calm and witness to him all at the same time. If he'd have left his dog at home, both of them would have missed a blessing because this man was absolutely in one of the lowest states of mind that he could have been in at the time. Maybe things went on and changed, maybe not. But at the end of the day, if all of us are more like that man, like the man's dog, not worrying about what anybody's going to say to us, whenever we get asked to do something, just do it. Because on the other side of the door is our master. Whenever we get to heaven... Our master is waiting on the other side. And if anybody ever comes up and tells me this story is made up and a lie, I'm going to be heartbroken because this is very near and dear and true. And I believe it stands pretty good. A young Marine had just gotten back from two tours in the desert and enrolled in college. On the first day of the psychology class, professor brought out a stool, sat it in the middle of the stage and said, I'm going to end this debate early. If God truly exists, then within the next 10 minutes, he will knock me off this stool. After a couple minutes, the young Marine stood up near the back of the class, walked all the way to the front to the professor. One punch knocked him off the stool on the floor. After the professor got up, looked at the young Marine and asked, why did you do that? The young Marine simply replied, God's too busy protecting my brothers and sisters in the military in the desert, so he sent me. <laughs> now, y'all think about that. Here it is, you got this 20-some Marine barreling down, and he knocks him on the floor. So, exactly what happened the little angel said, hey, God's busy. You go ahead and his light work. <laughs> and that's exactly what he did. But you think about, if you look in deeper into that story, think about how many times that professor had pulled that stunt in the past. How many times had a young person that was in college that was tried and true in their faith whenever they were at home and everything was good and now here it is, this professor's telling them all this mess and they've got to stand up for their own faith 
when they're by themselves? How many did he compromise like that? How many did he turn around and go the other way? How many souls got lost because of this one professor? I can tell you, in that class right there, not narrow one of them. Because that Marine done sent all of them straight and said, hey, y'all with me, we're good to go. But, you know, this goes on all the time, especially in those psychology classes because they say it's a belief. They don't believe the same way, they're crazy. That's all there is to it. So, we need to listen to our shoulder taps because they're full of blessings for us as well as others. It's getting up in the middle of the church and helping somebody get back to their car or waiting out front and holding umbrellas for people whenever they need to. Or if it's in the middle of the store and somebody just drops everything in their basket and picking it up. It may be something simple as that. It may be more complex than that. It may be, hey, you need to go over there and trim Larry Barbie's bushes because he ain't done it in six months. But whenever we go back to what I write, what it said in Deuteronomy is we need to listen and do what God's asked us to do. It's what it all comes down to. And really, we need to smile at everyone that we meet so we can bless them. And when they smile, they bless you back. Because you may be in a bad mood, but if you put that smile on, I smile at Stephen Sutton, he smiles back, then, hey, both of us are starting to change. And it can be, most of the time, it'll be a complete stranger, somebody that you don't even know, especially if you go into the mall, Walmart, and the bigger stores, and you see people... Whenever they smile back at you, that gives you the whole warm, tingly feeling that it gave them whenever they you smiled at them. Because it absolutely does not cost us anything in the world. We need to let ourselves go so we can do what the Master wants us to do. That's the main thing. Just like last Saturday... A whole lot of us would have rather been sitting at the house rather than out there selling donuts, but he said go, so we went and we sold a whole lot of donuts. We had a whole lot of help, but we had sold a whole lot of donuts. Whenever, if anybody said the Lord don't work in mysterious ways, they need to go look in the back of that truck with all them donuts we had and they're all gone. So why do we get shoulder taps? So we can bless others and be blessed in return. Thank you. That was a, a little bit shorter than what I had thought, but it, Mr. Larry is going to dismiss us in prayer now. Just help us all, Lord, to be drawn closer to you, Lord. And you know our request, Lord, tonight. You know the deaths in the family. We ask you to be with them, Lord. And everything else, Lord, in here. You know the ones that are sick. 
Before we just lift them up, you Lord, you'll meet that need, Lord, but most of all, help us all better serve you, Lord, it's all in your name we ask. Thanks for tuning in to our live stream here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Holiness Church. If you want more information about our church, go to our website, pinelevelphc.org. That's pinelevelphc.org. You can check out pictures, events coming up. Also, watch other services that you may have missed. Also, you can download our free app through the Google Play or the iOS App Store. You can watch our services live or on demand. And you can get push notifications about upcoming events here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Holiness Church, as well as check out other information that's going on. Here. Also, Facebook users search Facebook for uh, Pine Level PHC and you can like our page on Facebook, get notifications when we go live, check out pictures and other things that we post through Facebook. If you're a YouTube fan, go to YouTube, search Pine Level PH Church and subscribe to our channel and get notifications when we go live. You can watch our services live or on demand through YouTube. We also have a podcast available for the people who can't watch. You can listen while you drive or work. Go to your favorite podcast provider or you can go to our website website or the app for the quick link to the podcast. For everyone here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church, I'm Joey Perry. Tune in again Sunday morning at 1030 or Sunday night at 6 p.m. and Wednesday at 7. God bless.